to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 74, Tighty Whities. In this episode, we have more new stuff, which brings new problems. JFG Ash is a bit hot on the mic and in life. JFG Alex pulls out a magical music quiz. We have a futuristic top five. And finally, somehow we get onto the topic of censorship. So hey, why not get in contact with us here? You know who we are. Bonsoir, mon chéri! I was just trying that on, but I think it sounds a bit little fruity, buddy, so... Uh, it's a bit much, I would say. Y- you're not keen? No. I mean, my pronunciation's presumably all over the place, I just don't really know. I don't think anyone cares, either way. It's all good. St- <laughs> well, that's a little disheartening, but I'll stick with what I know, I Okay. Think. Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 74. My name is Alex, and my voice is far improved in many ways, and I'm joined this week by my good friend, as always, by my good friend Ash. Hello, buddy. As always, your good friend Ash. Hello. How are you? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm good and incredibly sweaty right now, which is... Well, who isn't at this point, frankly? It's where I want to be right now, you know? I uh, I actually do want to be here, but um, I set up a duvet to uh, mask echoes, and today was perhaps the wrong time to try all that. <laughs> yeah, I that, don't really know. That will happen. But yeah, yeah apart from sweating my tits off, uh, I'm pretty good, I would say. Apart from well, that's excellent news. The and, uh, myriad of technical hiccups we've just had in setting this fucking thing up you know apart from that i'm fine as well you know yeah yeah everything went wrong there was a lot happening your end and i suspect a lot of it's to do with all of the different things that you need to do for our live streaming and then all of that kind of reverting back to podcasting and that can be problematic i think but uh yeah we're here now, buddy, and that's the we main thing. We can do thing. this. We can do this. I, ber- I believe. I'm just going to drink through it. I think that's the best way. Rude not to, mate. Uh, Rude yeah. not to. So, uh, cheers, everyone. Cheers. I'll be pissed by the end. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> I bought Stella's, buddy, because nice. I wanted that extra percent. I've so, got uh, Portland's finest uh, ale, uh, Shipyard. Which is really oh, nice. tasty Shipyard. I'm very jealous of that. Yeah, mate. It's tasty yeah. stuff. I mean, I'm on the I'm on the the Peroni at the moment, at least. So swings and round a boo. Gibbons, but, uh, buddy. More importantly, buddy, my entire recording setup has changed since last we met. I know we've discussed, but we should probably tell everyone else about it now. Yeah, I've got a new <laughs> microphone and pop shield and webcam. I've I've gone the whole hog. You were jealous, weren't you, of my new webcam? So you. I like, was hey, I was a little jealous of the webcam, but uh, also. Uh, I've been meaning to get a new microphone for ages, seeing as the first 73 podcasts were recorded on a, a Mexican knockoff of a SM57 instrument microphone. Which so, is uh, what I'm using. An actual, yes. sure, SM57. Yours is a real one, isn't it? Factual, yeah. 
actual, yes. Well, it was time for an upgrade, so I've done that. And nice. uh, time will tell whether that was a good decision or not. This is the first time, buddies, but uh, it certainly made life a little easier for me. I've got my nice snug headphones on. I haven't got Tasty. a big, long mic stand. It's uh, glorious, and hopefully my dulcet tones will come through and pleasure your ear rolls, and that'd be nice. I mean, that could could possibly happen. You're going to penetrate them deeply. Deep and hard and, Deep and, and hard thoroughly. Hard. Yeah. And People always forget thoroughly. Yeah. Very moist, very moist. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to changing the subject as needs to happen? Well, buddy... We discussed last week about the the, the money that I've uh, I've also chucked at this podcast now, uh, in our expansion uh, protocol. I don't know what we're going to call it. Maybe it's that, the official JFG expansion program TM. Yeah, <laughs> uh, of the uh, purchasing of the capture card and obviously the webcam for streaming malarkeys. And uh, yeah, we did some streaming, buddy, on Monday. We certainly did, buddy, and uh, we obviously, you know, we're, we're it's early doors and we're dealing with all of the hiccups and stuff, but I think overall it went rather well. Yep, smooth as fuck, I would say. The only issue <laughs> at the moment is uh, I need to delay your webcam, and I think we have to do that your end and not mine, but we'll work that out at some point. We'll yeah, I mean, I've I've thrown a new webcam into the mix for your pleasure, so who Cheers, knows what's buddy. going on now. I mean, that totally threw off all of my presets that were there because it's a different resolution. Yeah. Well, frankly, buddy, you're fucking welcome. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> it's all good, buddy. So, yeah, live streaming. Uh, we've got 13 subscribers on YouTube at the moment. I know. Fucking massive numbers, buddy. Whoa! That's double figures right there, you know. Not many people can say that because they probably got triple figures or more. But hey, that's the JFG podcast way. You can't argue with it. And we'll stay in those double figures for ages, buddy, yeah. through 20, <laughs> 40, 60. Fucking all the way up to 90, you know. Yep. We'll be there, um, hopefully. Maybe we'll get there. <laughs> Who knows? But anyway, um, I set ourselves uh, ourselves, yeah, uh, a goal of hitting 14 subscribers that night, buddy. We fucking did it, didn't we? Smashed it, mate. We got literally 14. We got that 14 was, uh... on the money, so we got one extra subscriber. So I feel like we achieved something there, maybe. A subscriber is what we well, achieved. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. Which yep. is, I'm very grateful of, you know, spreading the word of the JFG podcast, which is uh, what we want to do. And, you know, if you have any friends that, you know, you probably don't really like that much and want them to listen to two hours of a couple of guys being retarded, I highly recommend this podcast to them. So you should too. Absolutely. Uh, This also seems like an excellent time to once again mention, buddy, our glorious benefactor, uh, the mighty JJ, for once again waving his dollars in the air and seductively slipping them into our tighty-whities. I do like tight words, buddy. Big well, uh, he donated is what I mean. Oh. That's what happened there. Um, okay, cool. Thank you so much for that, yes. JJ. Thank, thanks, and, buddy. Uh, uh, muchly appreciated. It means that, you know, this stuff doesn't cost as much for us to buy as it would yeah, have done. So, we've been investing in the exactly. podcast, and this, it's lovely that you're is, investing in yeah. it as well. So, so thank, thank you, you very, very much. much for that. Every little penny is appreciated. 
Uh, he sent us an email or two as well, and we shall read those during Street Beat, as is tradition, buddy. Street so, Beat. Uh, so, yeah. Beautiful, Street beautiful beat. thing. Gibbons, buddy. Uh, I'm still trying to push for that Sunday night community game night. I know it's uh, difficult because we got people all the way around the world. Yeah, it's that time difference is the kicker, isn't it? That's the problem. But hey, we're normally on to about half 11, 12 on a Sunday night. Uh, so time difference wise, God knows what it is. If you can do some maths, buddy, it'd be much appreciated right now. But yeah, I, I I feel like we we could you know get together, play some games. Cause fuck me, I want to play some Overwatch with a, like a team of people. Come on, it can't be six thirty. We're on till six thirty if you're on the east coast, and maybe later if you're online. You know, we might stay on a bit longer. Who knows? If you're on the west coast, then hopefully you had the day off. Uh. Being a Sunday, that's yeah. why it's Sunday, buddy. It's a day of games. Yeah, some people say Jesus Day. It's Games Day. It's games day. Games yep. day. Yeah. So yeah, apart from that, we got on the PS4 update, but we're not allowed to talk about that because No, it's that that's a PS4.0045. I don't know. Five Either way, now. it's under NDA, so we can't talk about it. But we will do when it's not under NDA, yeah. which will be pointless because you'll know. Yeah, and be using it. So we'll probably talk about it, but who cares by that point? Yeah. Apart from that, buddy, uh, I've been watching films, I've been playing some games, but we'll get onto the games later. What about you? What have you been doing, huh? Uh, other than splooging my cash dollar dollar bills y'all nice. all over various recording gear, um, I haven't done very much at all. Although I did go out to the cinema this week. I had an amazing meal at Pizza Express, buddy. Crazy. I've been to like Pizza Express maybe three times in the last couple of months, and... I've had a fantastic meal every time. So big ups to Pizza Express. Did you Holy have pizza? Shit. I did have a pizza, yeah. Whoa. And uh, they use that chili oil shit, buddy. i got to say, special stuff. Special stuff. Is it as good as Chipotle? Uh, I think it's probably less deadly. But uh, I had some Chipotle again at the weekend, buddy, at the pub. You just don't give a shit. I don't care. It's good. Tastes good bothered. to me. He's not fussed. I, I did have a wonderful moment at the pub where uh, I go with um, the father, mother-in-law, the kids, and the wife, obviously. So there's uh, four, add three, seven of us there, which is nice. Uh, me, me and the uh, father-in-law drink some ales. I have shipyard there as well because uh, you know that's what's available and it tastes. Couple good. of beers, buddy. I why know. not? So the wife goes to the bar to get our secondary pint. Uh, for me me and the old man. And she comes back with two pints of shipyard. I'm like, oh, he got me two drinks. And she's like, no. I'm like, well, your dad doesn't drink that. And she's like, oh, fuck. You're going to have to drink that. And I was like, fine. But I will be drunk by the time we leave. Well, that's lovely. Yeah, it was nice for me. It wasn't great for her. I was You can't ask for more than that, that buddy. <laughs> Double trouble. Oh, it's a lovely surprise. In the literal sense. Gibbons. So, yeah, that was fun on the Sunday. Mm. Nice, buddy. Well, my Sunday evening culminated in a viewing of Jason Bourne, the new Bourne movie. And uh, I've got to say that that was good, and I enjoyed it. Um, In terms of which one, where it it ranks in the Bourne saga, I would say it is the fourth best film of the four. 
but uh, it was better than I was expecting. And I don't think you can really capture the spirit of those. It was kind of like if you got a group of people together who were vaguely involved in the first films. Yeah. And they sat down around the table and they were like, right, we're making a Bourne movie. What does it need? It's like, okay, well, we need uh, Bourne to be brooding and not much, not much speech for him. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. We need a, an elongated car chase. Okay, yeah, we need that. That's going in. Uh, we need to kill someone off uh, in a sort of unsuspecting fashion in the first 20 minutes or so. Yep, okay, we'll, we'll do that. Uh, we need a sort of uh, patriarch, sort of old grizzly character who may or may not be a goody stroke baddie. Okay, yep, I think Tommy Lee Jones is available. So, yeah, they, <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was like born by numbers, basically. And nice. For that reason, as someone who's a big fan, I've, I've I've read some of the books as well as watching the movies. Uh, I really enjoyed it, but yeah, it still felt like it was kind of a little unwarranted and unnecessary. Um, yeah. So yeah, good film, but not a great film. You know, whereas the other movies were nines and tens for me, this was a seven or an eight, but still very enjoyable, buddy, and worth going to see. Cool, buddy. Well, I will definitely see that at some point in my life. Gibbons. Well, that's that's all I can ask at this point, really. Um, and other than that, buddy, the only other thing that I have to report is that I have new shoes. Ooh, new yep. shoes, buddy. Comes Ooh. around every two to three years where I buy a new pair of shoes that are identical but a different colour to the shoes that I had before. And then nice. I'll wear them for a further two to three years before buying another identical pair. Uh, I buy Globe shoes. Globe shoes, I know, buddy. I'm very aware of your shoe choice. They're an excellent shoe. It's a good choice. A... I, I had a few pairs of Globes back in the day when I used to do the, the skateboarding. Gibbons, buddy, they're your classic, your classic Australian skate shoe. And uh, I actually looked on Amazon when I was placing my order for my new pair, uh, and ha- there was the receipt for the last time I bought them. It's three and a half years ago. and uh, Nice. They were knackered out about a month back, so they lasted almost three and a half years of... And bearing in mind I don't have any other shoes, I buy one pair, I wear them every day until they die, and then I buy another pair, exactly the same. So, yeah, (laughs) more than three years of daily wear, buddy. Globe shoes, get stuck in. We're not sponsored by them, though. We aren't, but I wish we were, and if they want to send me some, fucking (laughs) bring it on. I'll I'll jump through a myriad of hoops for them. So there you go. Cool. Nice. I've got buddy. no shame. Don't give a shit. Just Next. want my feet to be cozy. I just want free shit, buddy. You know. I just want free shoes, specifically free, shoes. Just, just free shoes. That's the only thing that we'll get sponsored by. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. I like cool. that. Cool. Well, that's me, buddy. Unless you've got anything else, I suppose we'll move on. Yeah. Let's 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 carry this thing on. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. Let's go and talk about what we've been playing. So we um, are we equal here, buddy? Have we just been playing the same stuff together? I think that's the case, isn't it? Yeah, I've played a bit of Norman Sky on my own. Uh, not much more to say about that because I think we went into a lot of deepness last week. We did. Uh, yep, yeah, I've been playing that as well. I don't think I've got anything to add, really. It, no. it is what it is, and yeah. uh, I like what it is, but I also think that I'll be bored of what it is within about two weeks' time. Um, I've got some good stats for that later. Nice. I look forward to them. Mm. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It, nothing has changed my opinion on that game. I, I think it's 
I think it's marvellous, buddy, but I think it's going to be fairly short-lived unless they chuck some new content in there and it sounds like they've got a lot of bugs to fix before that happens. And yeah, whether... they've already brought out a patch on the PS4 and stuff. Yeah, to and another one next week, apparently, yep. so I hear. Um, so whether I'll still be interested in updates for that game by the time new shit comes out for it, yeah. I don't really know. But, no idea. Um, I'm quite confident that I will get to the conclusion, whatever that may be, because uh, I've been warping my way towards the centre fairly quick smart, so yes. Yeah. But yeah, nice it's a cool buddy. game. I I'm like still it. still on the Atlas route. So nice, buddy. Yeah, I haven't even get. done any of that. I'll have to have a go at that as well. Cool. Well, Norman Sky, everyone. Good old Norman. <laughs> so... <sighs> Mm, Worms Battlegrounds do you want to tackle that again I mean we played a few games have you played any more apart from what we did did a little bit of the single player campaign um, is it better it's it's certainly better than the online because the online pauses because of latency every yeah. fucking go it's terrible it's unacceptably ropey this game it's That's very incredibly poor. shite um, the new one looks lovely, to it be does, honest. It does, actually, yeah. But I've gone I back think... to that sort of uh, world party art style, which I quite liked. Yeah, totally. But, but yeah. It... That lag is just... It's just the worst thing for, for this type of game because it just draws you out of it completely and that's it's... not what you want. <laughs> it's just all. unacceptable. Bet- every time between turns when it goes from one player to the other, yeah, it, it the game freezes and like loading boxes come up at the top and it'll last for sort of somewhere between three and ten seconds. And I mean, come on. Like, fuck me. It's not tracking that much. Like, there's no excuse for that. Yeah, I know. It's just awful. Um, Either way, yeah. I mean, we just gave it a go because we were trying out lots of little games that we might stream here and there. I dare say that won't be one of them. That will not be one due to the lack of goodness i would say it really is severely lacking goodness <laughs> but the thing is about it though buddy is you know it, they haven't been making that that worms game for for too long buddy so they're still kind of perfecting it that yeah they're first trying one, to get that right aren't they yeah i mean it, it was only what 97 that first worms came out and and so yeah give them time i would say i'm gonna give them 20 years and then after that they're more dead to me than my dead mother fair can't argue with it yeah uh, what about uh, Titanfall 2 buddy I, I don't know if we can talk that much about it I mean I only played it for an hour or so because we spent quite a lot of time trying to get into a game together because obviously it's an alpha or pre-alpha test. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, I and think it's pre-alpha and the the matchmaking isn't working. Which, no, but you know, we did manage to get in a game together, uh, which is fine. Uh, we could see each other while we were running past. Um, trying to think, like, I played the... Oh, God, I hate when I forget everything. And I've just totally done it. Um, the middle mode, beginning with A, abandoned, something like that, I don't know. It's the one with um, six on six, and there's titans involved as well. Um, it's like a capture the point, so there's A, B, and C on the map, you go to each one. Standard game mode, uh, and then as your point, points get better, you can call in your titan and fuck all the shit up. Um, 
I, I found that game mode re really fun. Uh, nice and simple, obviously, because it's what I'm used to. And the most satisfying thing um, was that grappling hook, buddy. It was awesome getting up onto buildings and stuff and like, being up there and be like, ha, you don't want to know where I am. Well, I kill a load of people. And then the best thing for me was grappling hook onto a titan, popping a grenade in there, jumping off and seeing it go boom. That was fucking... When that happened, I was literally like, ah, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Apart from that, so Black Ops 3. Well, that's the thing about it. <laughs> like, I, I was kind of led to believe that Titanfall's, um, like, jetpacking and wall running and that sort of movement. Yeah. Like, a lot of people kind of took the piss out of Black Ops when it came out for kind of tacking that in. It was like Titanfall light kind of thing. Yeah, with its yeah, movement. yeah, yeah. But... But I'm kind of used to that now. And yeah. going, going to this, I found a... And I, I presume I'd, I'd perfect it eventually, but there was a hell of a lot of me of, of it attaching me to walls and going in directions I didn't want to or not quite getting the angle right and running up the wall and stopping and kind of hanging off it. There's a lot to perfect there. And uh, I can't level that against the game. I, I don't think it was poor movement. It was just difficult, hard, harder than I was expecting. It wasn't easy to play. Yeah, I think is what I'm saying. Um, there's some explosive moments, but I, was, I don't know. I, I didn't play it for that long. I did have another go after after we'd finished playing it that night. I, I played another sort of 45 minutes to an hour or so. Yeah. I was just a little underwhelmed, and I don't really know why. I can't even really explain why, but I, I don't know. I don't really know, buddy. I just... I just wasn't that impressed and there's nothing wrong with it like graphically it was lovely and all the transitions were very smooth and the the the, the titan battles felt kind of heavy and and yeah yeah definitely impressive that. but there's just something about that game that it just wasn't doing it for me um as as you say like it's pre-alpha and things may well change there but um i don't know maybe it's the tech aspect maybe i'm kind of pining for more uh, grounded shooters, you know, like something like perhaps Verdun, buddy. But uh, oh, <laughs> Definitely, know. buddy. Could be the case. Could be. Yeah, I, I don't know much more to say about it because uh, I think this weekend, obviously, the beta is on again and we'll try and get stuck in, uh, I think, a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, we'll play it again and I'm sure we'll have more to say about it next week. Yeah, um... So yeah, I'm going to hold off till then. Um, the only other game that we've really played is um, F1 2016. And in front of my one, I wrote Drunk Buddy because I was drunk when I played it. So you should probably take the forefront on this. And I'll just be like, yeah, totally, I agree. <laughs> um, this game is... And, and it's very easy to say this when you have a, a franchise that's launching annually. Um, this game is what the last one should have been. Yeah. It's got totally. all the modes that the last one should have had. Um, it's got better force feedback like the last one should have had. Uh, the cars feel much heavier, and I think that they're harder to drive because... That's the main thing I would suggest or would say is it feels like I'm driving a car instead of, like, just nothing. 
Yeah, I mean, we used to play Project Cars and then go over to F1, and and it was like Project Cars felt so heavy, and and you know the you know the sort of aerodynamics that go into a Formula One car, you would expect it to be you know a bit light and a bit sort of easy to throw into bends and stuff yeah. but it, F1 2015 it was it was too light and the feedback has a lot to do with that i think um and it's on the controller it's been ramped up as well it's not just through the steering wheel but um yeah this is a really full package this is a really good vast product there's so much here and the career mode will last you for ages and ages because Practices are now mandatory, and that's how you earn research and development points. So you'll go into a race weekend, and it will give you three different practice sessions that you can do. And there'll be different tasks, like do six laps going through gates on the track to make sure that the line's right. Do yeah. five laps preserving your tyres whilst meeting certain criteria, like lap times and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's all very technical, and it's quite wanky, but it's fun, and you can turn the assists on, and you can still race it and enjoy it. It's just a really full package, but at its core, the racing isn't that dissimilar to last year. But it, it, it is a big leap forward, and... Uh, I really appreciate it. I've been playing a lot of it. I've, I've probably pumped 10 hours in in the first week here. And uh, it's going to be a mainstay for game night for the Definitely. whole year, it, yeah. I'm sure. It's very enjoyable. Um, one thing to say, the, the server issues that plagued the last year, one uh, didn't really seem present. Uh, I think ev- it is fair to say that everything was running pretty well on Friday night. And yeah, even though it was saying that I had red ping most of the time, yeah, like, but you, I didn't you have any issues whatsoever. You weren't clipping about and nah. we weren't going through you and stuff. Uh, it, it just felt, it, it certainly feels more simmy, but I think that's more about, rather than the handling model being very different, the cars just feel heavier and it feels more difficult to keep them going the way you want them to go. I mean, I, I was doing a race around, um, I think it was Bahrain, and I, I was playing an absolute blinder in my career as the Haas, and I got two laps from the end, and the tyres were a bit old, and I clipped some rumble strip and thought that I could floor it and just touched the wall and took a yeah. wheel off, and that was the end. And that would be annoying to some. You, you can put flashbacks on, but... I really appreciate the simulation nature of this and uh, I'm really enjoying playing it. It's just a little oppressive in how simmy it can be at times. They've really gone for it. They've, it's, it feels very inspired by the sort of simulationness of Dirt Rally rather than uh, yeah. you know, the previous iteration of the game. So it's definitely an upgrade, you're saying? It's a huge upgrade. Uh, I'm a little disappointed with the graphics. I don't think that they're a big enough upgrade. There's still horrible V-Sync issues, and they were last year as well. Um, it, Do you think these these are going to get patched out this time? Or do I don't know, because I feel like the the engine, certainly around Baku, when you're coming around the bends really quickly, like yeah. people say this game runs at a solid 60, but it really feels like it's chugging, but it's just the V-Sync. It's not catching up with the top of the picture, and you can see the skyscrapers kind of bowing and stuff. There's problems there, and it's disappointing. But again, limitations of the console, I suppose, to a degree. And, and I'm sure those problems aren't there on PC, which is yeah. where all of the proper simulation hardcore fuckers are anyway. So, fair play. Yeah, Ben's buddy. Pleased with it, though. Very pleased with it, and uh, 
there'll be lots of racing to come. And if you want to take the plunge, then very much a community game. Especially this season, you can actually populate the whole grid. I think it was only 16 player last year. It's 22 this year. So That's pretty damn good. Terrifying. Imagine. You know, yeah, I, I don't want to think about that right carnage. now. Like, I, I, <laughs> I did not have a great time on this, but that was because, you know, it it was it's so different to the the previous game like the car handling uh the braking zones like i said those like sleeping policemen things on the corners they're just dangerous you just can't cut anything anymore and no. I, they've I, simmed it up they've yeah, definitely totally. simmed it. they they've and i think i think it's going to be a better game for that i just need to refine my skills i seem to be uh wearing my tires down quite a bit faster than everyone else yeah, and I think that if you if you get stuck into that career mode a little bit, even on a, on a controller, I think uh, that that would really help because if you do those practice sessions where you're having to preserve the tyres versus getting the lap times, then it really does teach you. It, you know, you can have that um, that little map up of the tyres in the bottom corner, and it will it actually puts a chart along the top of the screen, like red, green, and purple. And you'll see how what you're doing affects the sort of tire wear. Like it's 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 clever and it teaches you what to do and what not to do. How much you're taking out of the tires by clipping a rumble or going yeah. flat out around a bend rather than lifting and stuff. It's it's technical, but yeah, it's it's good. It's it's thorough. You can't argue with it. Nice, buddy. Well, I'm sure we'll probably talk about this a bit more um, if there's any like patches or anything, or you find something new about Definitely. it. And um, but so far, a good purchase for racing fans, I would say. Very much so. Yeah, very pleased with it. Cool. Well, unless you've been playing anything else, that's pretty much how it's done. I mean, we played on our live stream. Obviously, what we're I'm going to promote it right now. We're going to be trying to do uh, live streams. Uh, every Monday night now, um, from around about eight o'clock um, onwards, till we get tired, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and this week, uh, it's on our YouTube de- uh, channel now. You just have to skip in about sixteen minutes. I've put a link at the in the comments to skip to where it begins. Uh, and what did we play? We played some tricky towers, uh, some obliterators, uh, a bit of trials fusion. You got schooled there, buddy. I must Fucking say. of course I did, buddy. Stand and then, <laughs> then we finished off with a cheeky game of uh, Pro Evo where, yes, once again, I lost. Well played. It, it was nice actually to <laughs> dart yeah. about the games. It was good. Um, so, yeah, we mixed up. I don't know if that's the thing that people will enjoy. But um, for now, because there's not really any big co-op game or you know a single player that we want to start i mean the perfect one we would have done to start on would have been soma but i don't really want to play that again buddy i think games certain single player games once we for example once we get hold of deus ex which came out this week i think so oh story about that stream through that so it came out on tuesday i was like i really want it so i went to go and sorry cancel the pre-order for south park and try and get my money back. And, um, yeah, you can't cancel it the normal way. Like, you normal can- normally cancel pre-orders. You have to, like, contact Sony, like, and go through some rigmarole that way. Right. I think that's really bad. Uh, I don't know if I do. I mean... I mean, the, the fact that I, like, I, I'm giving them money for a pre-order now that's not coming out to December, first of all, that's bad. But I understand it. They want to lock that money in because we're going to get some kind of 
downloadable content. But it's your call, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but I still think that is bad. Like, the fact that I can't just be like, yeah, I want to cancel my pre-order now. Like, give me my money back kind of thing. I mean, like, presumably... I have to go through you... something of, like, contacting them and go... I don't know what I have to go through, because I yeah, was like, fuck I mean, that. if you... If you... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure I've got a problem with it, because... I don't know. It's it, it's awkward for us, but uh, but we would be we would have been manipulating the system anyway. So uh, oh, definitely. I mean, that's what we're here to do. Absolutely, buddy. Push the <laughs> boundaries. We're trailblazers, if you will. Gibbons. But yeah. Anyway, that was my little rant. So yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get um whatever it is. Deus Ex. That's the one that we I will want. though. We will. yeah, we will. We definitely will. Cool. At some point. Cool. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. news. Alright. Number one. Number Wang. Number Wang. Uh, The Korean Ratings Board rates the Ezio Collection. Very much suggesting we're getting a remastered pack of Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations. Remasters, mate. Fucking... Whoop-dee-doo, Basil. Cool. <laughs> I mean, it's. I think it's fair to say that that's the golden age of Assassin's Creed. I think that in those three games, you have everyone's favourite Assassin's Creed game, uh, within reason. I mean... I didn't play them, so I, I can't say Black Flag was better. Uh, <laughs> I just liked that game. But it was certainly the golden age, but at the same time, remasters, just remasters. I don't know, mate. I'm good, thanks. I played them games long ago. I don't want them again. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not really interested in going back. <laughs> That's just, yeah, but some yeah. people will be. And yeah, I mean, fair dues. I mean, like they're putting it out there, obviously, to try and make more money um, of something that came out years and years ago. So yeah, that's cool. I mean, if you I can guess. produce a remastered collection like that of a game that I think a lot of people would consider to be classic games, and you can do it at a fraction of the cost of developing a new game and sweep up a load of money, then fine. You know, don't have to buy it. My concern with the remasters has never been that I don't want them. It's that I'm worried about the amount of resources from big development teams that are going into remastering games yeah. when they could be making new ones. But, yeah, uh, totally, I agree. But yeah, it's not my call, so I suppose what can and you And also, do? That it, what's the price point of this when it comes out kind of thing? Is it going to be like 55 quid or whatever? It'd be, I reckon it'd be 40. I'd, I'd like it to be like 25 quid. That's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> I know, but I just don't think it should be worth that much. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends on the quality of the remaster in the end. That's it, isn't it? We'll keep yeah. an eye on it. We'll see what the quality is like overall. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we we shall see. Cool. We shall see. Uh, number two, uh, a big patch is out for Norman Sky. Uh, apparently fixes a load of stuff I didn't know was broken. Um Performance increase too, so they say. Uh, but who can trust them, buddy? Who Not can me. trust them? Motherfuckers. No, I'm sure. I'm, sh- I'm sure we can trust them. It's fine. Uh, yeah, totally. 
and I'll, I'll meet you on that planet, yeah. Uh, base building <laughs> and extra features on hold until the bugs are sorted. Okay, you know. Okay. Yeah, do it. I mean, you, you keep delaying that. That's fine. Yep. Yep. I mean, the longer they delay the extra features like base building, the less likely I am to ever actually experience them. But, you know... I, I don't know if I'm going to go back to this game. Really? I don't know. I, I don't know if I have any urge to. I feel like I've mined enough. I'm still enjoying it, but I'm about five hours behind you, so I suppose we'll talk again when I've caught up yeah. in terms of hours played. I don't know. I feel like I'm not progressing enough. But anyway, I don't want to talk about it anymore. That. We'll yeah. move on. We'll move on to the PS4 Slim, buddy, which Ooh. has leaked in a, a hilarious fashion this week. I, this is weird. How? Why? So this what? is the PS4 Slim, which uh, turned up for sale on Gumtree in the is. UK uh, long before any announcement was made that it even existed. Yeah, it was then bought by someone. Uh, in Manchester, and they were contacted by Eurogamer, and Eurogamer said, can we come around and have a look at it? And they were like, yeah. So they did, to verify that it was real, because it, it's kind of matte and very square. It kind of has the look of something that you could perhaps 3D print quite easily. Um, yeah. But it Just wasn't. It's real. and It's official. Someone's nicked one from somewhere. Uh, Rumours abound that... This is going to be a it's under your chairs moment where at the uh, on the September the seventh PlayStation Expo conference yep. announcement they sounds likely they were going to say that they're available now and obviously they need to be in stores for that to happen so th these products have shipped to retailers around the world already but either way this one presumably was was someone's done a bit of a rob. And uh, <laughs> flogged it, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, what do we know about it? It's the it's the PS4. It's the PS4. That's it's slim. It's smaller. It's although probably a few percent more powerful. That's usually the case when they update the components inside something. It's not small enough, is it? And it doesn't look small enough to me. It only looks about ten percent, twenty percent smaller. Right, the, the PS4, in my opinion, is quite small. For yeah, a, I mean, I can get I, I can like, get that fucking thing in my satchel, buddy. Exactly. So. I mean, does it need to be much smaller? I'm guessing it's cheaper for them to make the smaller version now. It makes sense. You know, yes. The new components or whatever. But you look at that Xbox Slim, though, buddy. That's a really desirable-looking piece of equipment. Like, I like the look of yeah, that Yeah, it thing. looks smart. They've done good. They've brought out, like, the horrifically ugly one first, and then we're like, hey... This one's a lot better. Whereas PlayStation were like, we're going to make one look really fucking good from the beginning and then we can't really go any further with that. We'll yeah. just make 10 special editions of that, as you know now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, things to know about this as well. Uh, the two HDMIs on the front are really far apart, which looks weird. Um, it the hasn't USBs, got an optical yeah. out. Um, yeah, weird. Which is weird. I don't and that. the controller uh, looks exactly the same as the current DualShock 4, except there is a uh, there's a light on the top of the touchpad so that you can see the because the backlight 
you can't really see when you're holding the controller normally. This is actually on the top of the touchpad right at the top, so you can actually see the light if you wanted to, which I don't know why you would, but... Don't go into the light, buddy. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. There you go. I would like to bring up my previous predictions and Ooh. further reinforce them Future telling going on right now. Um, I, I, I didn't predict a slim... But I've I've been thinking for some time that they can't possibly launch that Neo with the specs that originally leaked. Now they know what how powerful the Scorpio is. I just think it'd be suicidal. And this kind of further reinforces that for me. Like I feel like the announcement of this, uh, or the the soon to be announced PS4 Slim. Yes. Um The fact that's out this year, the fact that's out, you know presumably on the 7th of September, coupled with the fact they're selling PlayStation VR this year as well, makes me think that that, that Neo's not going to be out till sometime next year, uh, and I would wager Christmas next year, and I would wager that it's going to be way more powerful. If they, if those leaked statistics were real, then fine, but I don't believe that they, they've stuck to them. I think they'll have updated it, or... I think they've done something, buddy. Let, let's just say that. I predict that the Neo is going to be in the same ballpark as the Scorpio. And yeah. I don't believe it will come out until next holiday season. I, I, I firmly believe that now. And I'll, we'll know one way or the other in a couple of weeks' time. Or next week even, isn't it? The 7th of September. But um, It is indeed, buddy. What do you think about all this? Yeah, I think you've got... Um... Um, like your prediction sounds fairly reasonable now um not much else to say i mean it's a slim ps4 great um it was bound to happen they've made a slim everything um all of the playstations have had like slim or whatever versions of them or multiple slim ones and things like that um so yeah it was bound to happen i think it's fucking messed up that it ended up on Gumtree and some guy bought it. Like that's there's gotta be laws against that or something, surely. Who I mean knows? they're having so much problems, uh, so many problems with with leaks and the whole of their E3 conference leaked. Uh, there's some issues. I don't know what's going on, but there's some real issues there. Then again, Microsoft weren't that fortunate with the leaks at E3 either, so I don't really know. I mean, my next news headline is also a leak, and uh, this is a slightly more embarrassing one. But uh, yeah, let's get stuck into that. Uh, yeah, this, let's is, crack on. this is the leak that the PS Plus, um, not PS Plus, sorry, PS Now, PS Now Plus is, is now. out now on PC. And cool. this was again, I think, supposed to be announced at the time of launch or on the seventh of September, but it's leaked. This one leaked because there was a placeholder metadata string uh, attached to a website that specifically said something like uh, "PS Now for PC announcement photo" or something like that, <laughs> which is just schoolboy. But either way. Um, Yes, PS Now is now out on PC. It makes perfect sense from Sony's point of view with yeah. Microsoft trying to cash in on the PC users as well. Like, obviously, bring your subscription service to PC and try and pick up some money there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we reported on PS Now um, a couple of weeks ago and said that the library was toilet, but 
who knows? It probably will get better. It will, and the the important thing is the service itself is competent uh, yes. on the PS4 at That's least. The main thing. Very low latency, very impressive tech. It's just the library isn't up to it, and if it launches at that twelve ninety nine price point, then I I I really don't believe it's worth it. But as you say, uh, as as new titles are added or that price is changed, then it's worth keeping an eye on, and certainly the possibilities of the sort of resolution you could get on a PC version of that. Um, interesting. Might be worth you having a look at that, actually. And, yeah, uh, maybe. Who knows? Um, the, the cool thing, I guess that means that if there's people on PC and people with PS4s or Vitas, you know, that means that they could all play together, which is nice. That's true. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, another thing to add uh, is that there's going to be... Um, DualShock 4 support for the PC as well now. Because there's a USB dongle that you can buy. Woo! And about time too. I know, right? Instead of having to pair it with your, your Bluetooth uh, thing like I do and then go through the rigmarole of using whatever software, it's just going to be like, yeah, straight in. So that's kind of stopped me thinking, oh, I need to buy an Xbox One controller with Bluetooth support now. Yeah, that is nice. Especially, yeah. I mean, you want to buy the one you're used to, don't you? I'm not yeah, saying totally. that the Xbox One isn't a good controller, but you're so used to the PS4 one, that's what you want. Yeah, definitely. I am now, you know. But I, part of me still feels like I should uh, get an Xbox One controller and a Steam controller, whatever they are, and try them that out. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Tom's got one. I'm going to nick it off him, I think, at one point. Worth a go. Yeah, Worth a look. Gibbons, buddy. I think so. Uh, in other PlayStation-related news, there is a rumour going around that the US and Canada are getting a $10 price increase on the PlayStation Plus service. Uh, this is rumoured to be starting next month, so uh, by the time this goes live, basically. Um, it's likely we'll get clobbered too. I mean, the US is currently paying $40, I believe, and we're paying £40. I mean, even even with the US paying fifty dollars rather than forty, that's still lower than what we pay. I mean, our forty pounds equates to fifty-two dollars. So, if they hiked ours up as well and made it fifty quid, then that's. I mean, I f I fully expect that, but yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Fucking sucks balls. Basically, is what I think about that. Totally. Um and. What else have I got for you? Dark Souls 3. The first Ooh. DLC is out on the 25th of October. This was leaked by Sony. Uh, well played. It's a bad week for that. Uh, and well. Call of Duty 2, the best Call of Duty, if you ask me, buddy, uh, is now backwards compatible on the Xbox One. Sad and... story about Call of Duty 2, mate. Yeah? Yeah, that was one of the first games that I bought on the 360. Really, really enjoying it. Play it on hardcore. I got to a point where I was like, I need to stop playing this for a bit, come back to it in a couple of days. In that two-day period, I was burgled and it was stolen. Fuck's sake. Nothing else in the house, just Call of Duty 2. Was your console stolen? No. I don't understand. I don't understand either. That's really weird. It's fucking so weird. And it was that good. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was that good, buddy. But it was no, a great game. Like, oh, that, that was the only game that was like sitting next to my Xbox at the time. All the others were like on I the shelf I guess they were spooked there. or they bottled it yeah, or something. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, but I, fuck me, I was well pissed off. 
Uh, it was a great game. It was a great game. Um, I always meant to rebuy it, but I never did. I don't know how it would play now, but... Um, probably terrible. Probably. But it was cool. Anyway, that's me, buddy, for the news. I think it's time for us to move into Ash's News Favourite Things of the Week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News Favourite Thing of the Week. Wow. Where do I start, buddy? I mean, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's the deuces there, buddy. I know that's two, but, you know, the deck are gone. Is that a word? Is that ten deck? Who knows? I don't. Number one. Uh, Lego Harry Potter collection leaked for PS4, buddy. Ooh, I don't care about that. You know, I like Lego and living under the stairs. That's true, actually. This is right up your alley, then. Exactly. The Hoff is in the next Call of Duty. That's beautiful news. (laughs) Drive Club's uh, VR new tracks will be added to the base game for free. Which is nice. I like that. Uh, Did you see the Japanese Prime Minister appearing as Super Mario at the Rio closing ceremony? I did. I enjoyed that a hell of a lot. <laughs> That's what you shit want. Out of me. I was like, "What is this?" Yep, that was that was something. Uh, Pokemon Go has lost uh, twelve million daily users, which is uh, expected from a game that's not a game, buddy. Uh, we've also got No Man's Sky second week sales down by eighty-one percent. Yeah, that's quite a lot, that. Mm, definitely. And <laughs> another bit of bashing for No Man's Sky, as uh, I kind of hinted at earlier, it's lost nearly 90% of its player base. I mean, that's... I suppose it comes down to the statistics of how many hours those people pumped into it in the first week, but at the same time, like you can't get away from the fact that that sounds like a whole lot of people played something and got really bored really quick. I guess so. It's a bit unfortunate. Mm. They got your money, though, so... They definitely did get everyone's money. So, yeah, that's about it for me. Like, nothing major, just rubbish headlines. Not Fair enough, buddy. Well, thanks for that. (laughs) And that concludes the news. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. So what's he got this week, buddy? Uh, Is it up, down, in, out, roundabout, north, south, east, west, yin, yang? Fonz or fucking Phoenix, buddy? It's a fucking phoenix, buddy. I'm not happy about this at all. I know you've seen it as well. Gibbons, it was definitely going to be in my section of the news this, because <laughs> it is fucking retarded. So, if you haven't seen the movie Idiocracy, then I, I, I highly advise you to watch it as a perfect commentary on what's happening to our society as a whole. But either way, this is another excellent example of everything that's wrong with life. 
This is the news that there is an Xbox onesie on the way, an official Xbox onesie. Brilliant. You know, because it's Sign an Xbox One. So onesie, yeah. One, get it. Onesie? Do you oh. get it, buddy? Do you get it? <sighs> See, the, the problem with a onesie is it's incredibly hard to piss and shit whilst wearing one. The problem with a onesie is just get fucking dressed. That's true. There's also that. But, I mean, some people like the onesie, but I I can't get my head around it. Like, I can't... Like, I have to take my entire top half off if I need a crap. And then I'm going to be cold. Yeah, Damn. I mean, you need, a, you need a bum pouch, really. Yeah, but I don't like that because, you know, anything could get in there, I guess. It's dangerous. All you need. Wasps. Um, Fucking anything. Small mammals. Small, yeah, big mammals. Well, they could certainly have a look. <laughs> it's despicable. But anyway, anyway, buddy, what does this onesie have? Well, let me tell you, buddy. The oh, official do. Xbox onesie uh, features enlarged pockets to fit your Xbox controller and media remotes. What I need, exactly. Yep. Uh, an arm pouch to offer quick and easy access to your mobile phone. Necessary. Rollable legs and arms to cater for all temperatures <laughs> and seasons. <laughs> that is fucking bollocks. Like, you can roll up a pair of fucking jeans if you want. These are rollable, buddy? These are uh, rollable. Have they rollable got, like, legs and arms to cater for all temperatures and seasons. Brilliant. So, uh, I'm happy about that. Space Age, a unique yeah. feature to this particular garment. Uh, forearm grips to prevent slipping on those edge of your seat moments. What happens if I've rolled up my arms? Well, I mean, anything could happen at that point. I could be slipping around, falling face first on the floor. It should have like bum grips. So yeah. You, you, like, literally, it should have Velcro on your ass. It's got to be preventative because of the fact that everyone's living rooms are very slippery. It's true, and you know, you're going to be sweating a lot. Extra large hood to accommodate headsets for the ultimate gaming sessions. Don't know about you, buddy, but when I wear a hood while I'm playing games, I put the headset on the outside of the hood. It's a good option, and then just turn it up to 11. Yes, yes. Mm. Uh, and customised gamer tag embroidery, which is probably the only thing of any note there, to be honest. Brilliant. I mean, tongue is firmly in cheek here from Microsoft, of course, but at the same time, fucking get in the sea. <laughs> Honestly, cretins. You buy this, you're a cretin. I'm so by mum. There's a picture of you under the word cretin in the Collins gem, buddy. I'll be there. I'm sorry. I think it's this only available in Australia at the moment, so... Well, yes. Uh, I'm not going to say any sort of derogatory stereotype there, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure that this will spread like some sort of horrifying lazy boy cancer. And cool. um, I'm in. It's a phoenix from me, buddy. It's a phoenix from me. And from me, buddy. I'm not approving of this message. <laughs> I mean, I approve of our message, but not theirs. I think that's fair. More yeah. than reasonable. Cool. Phoenix. And now it's time for Out This Week. And I'm getting drunk. I'm out this week. Yeah. 
Beautiful. Uh, we've yeah. got games for gold, buddy. Uh, but due to the time where the dates fall on the Tuesday, uh, Sony have got an extra week or so. Yeah, just about. Fuckers. We'll get so, you yes. next time, Gadget. Gibbons. Uh, by the time you listen to this, you may well know uh, what's coming out for PS Plus. But either way, I've got games for gold. Games and, uh, for gold. Games for gold features uh, Earthlock Festival of Magic on the Xbox One. Cool. Um, and Assassin's Creed Chronicles China on the Xbox One. Uh, uh, and, I'd play that. And then your backwards compatible titles for 360 and Xbox One are Forza Horizon and Mirror's Edge. That's pretty good. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad for 360. They're old games, though. They're worth fuck all. But that they're good games. True. They I are mean, good games. I bought Mirror's Edge Years ago for like three pounds, so yeah. I mean, that you shouldn't be paying more than that for that. And God, no. And again, Forza, you know, that's a game is old, it's very old, yeah. But, uh, true, Still I mean, the, the where it matters, you know, the crucial bit is the is those Xbox One games, and that's really poor. You're talking, um, you know, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, I think that launched at a tenner, yeah, so that's probably. toilet, and festival of magic <laughs> I love the fact that because it's £10 it's like no that is shit well it's just you know no, it's I not, know, I know, not I know a it's great not representation that, yeah. of value yeah, let's put totally. it that way and, and unlike normal games releases where the general public are picking which ones they will buy games for gold and PS plus lineups the representative value of that software is far more important to people I think and yes it's totally <laughs> Hugely underwhelming, I think it's fair to say. I think Xbox One listeners would agree with me there. Um, right, and if you don't, we'd love to hear from you. But uh, yes. Gibbons. Anyway, we'll move on from that, buddy. We've got lots of stuff to get through here. Assetto Corsa is finally out after several delays uh, on Xbox One and PS4. I kind of want it, but that's because it's a racing game, isn't it? That's why I want that. That's why you want it, buddy. We need to see what the reviews are like and... If it's worth paying full price or waiting for a cheeky sale, yeah, this I could think it's be thirty-five, game, isn't it? it? On the store, thirty-five. Um, uh, forty. Might be forty. I think yeah. it's forty, but yeah, I, I, I think we already know the reviews are going to say it's a little bare bones, and yeah, as such, we probably want to wait for it to dip under the thirty-pound mark. I'm, but. I'm hoping because it's, it's not going to sell well. That's a horrible thing to say. Uh, that it will jump into some sort of sale. Nah, mate, you're a consumer, you're not on the dev quickly. team, you're more than welcome to say That's that. That's true, I can say that. So hopefully it will flop and go in a sale real quickly so I can buy it for less money. <laughs> that seems reasonable <laughs> to me. Yeah. Uh, also out this week we have Attack on Titan on uh, the Xbox One, PS4, PS3, Vita and PC. Uh, this is a crazy looking game. It's uh, like Assassin's Creed meets Shadow of the Colossus meets uh, a psychotic or um, poppers, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Uh, weird looking. There you cool. go. Uh, the Final Station, Xbox One, PS4, PC, Mac, and Linux. This is a cool looking 2D sort of management and survival game set on a train. There was a there was a movie set on a train which was like a class system thing. I think it was called like Snowpiercer or something Snakes like that. Snakes on a on a train. Snakes on a train. That's the one. Uh, and 
This kind of looks like, yeah, you're basically, it's like a post-apocalyptic world where all that's left is these people on a train that's like sealed from the elements and you need to manage it, keep everyone alive, stop okay. off at abandoned stations, go scavenging. It looks interesting. I like the idea of it anyway. The concept is quite cool. Uh, that's out this week. Nice. Uh, we have Nebulous on the PS4, PC, and Mac. I was wondering when this was going to happen, buddy, and I think this might be the first case of it. There's there's a selection of fairly popular uh, web-based games, like you know, like uh, browser games. Um, yeah. That are this like Wormis, like Wormis, and and those sorts of games where it loads you into a big arena as like a worm and you slither about devouring other worms and it's kind of like a deathmatch game, but it's just in your browser. Okay. I don't know if you've seen any of those. They're like flashbacks no and stuff. Anyway, this is the first sort of one of those that has come to the actual consoles. This is a, a sort of worm IS clone. So I think it'll be free to play. I'd, I'd worry for it if it wasn't, but um, we might want to give that a go just so we can talk about it next week. Sounds good, buddy. We got one way trip on the PS4. Um I cannot describe this. This is the first time on out this week where I've watched extensive footage of something and I cannot describe it. I just can't. It's called One Way Trip. Just go to YouTube and search One Way Trip. I highly recommend watching the one that's on the official PlayStation channel, because otherwise you will assume you've stumbled across some sort of joke. Um I'm not saying this is going to be bad. I'm just saying it is utterly fucking baffling and I have nothing more to say on it. What is this? It looks like a just a text adventure. It looks like a piss take, but it isn't. It's real and it's coming out on the PS4. Is it one of those things where it's like meant to be like artsy? And out there. I don't know. I mean, is this like when you go to the Tate Modern and there's a tube light on the wall and people are like, ah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I know the music's really awful. I know that much. Yeah, I need to turn that music off right now. Bye-bye. I don't know... I think it's fair to say this is going to get a lot of coverage this week. People are going to be talking about One Way Trip this week. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be all over YouTube. And uh, it'll be all over every podcast you listen to in the next seven days. Dear listener, I promise you that. Um, Fuck knows. Fuck knows. Skipping that. We will move on. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is out on Xbox One and PS4. Hooray for zombies. Some sort of remaster. Get stuck in if you like that. Uh, Strike Vector X on the Xbox One and PS4. This is a dogfighting spaceship game. Uh, it's got a bit of hawking about it. Hopefully it runs better. Yeah, um, that did not really run good. No, it was, it was bad. bad. Bad game. We've got the Turing Test out on Xbox One and PC. This is a first-person shooter sort of puzzler a la Portal. Uh, and I actually watched a quite an extensive demo of this at Res back last um last Rezzed show where I went to that show and uh, it looked great this looked really cool actually um, lots of interesting puzzles where you move energy balls around to open different doors and stuff um, I'm disappointed this isn't coming out on PS4 I would have bought it if it was uh, and hopefully it would in the future but certainly if you've got a, a reasonable PC or you're an Xbox One gamer then 
have a good old look at this, the Turing test. And that's out this week. Cool. Verdun, buddy. Verdun is out this week on Xbox One and PS4. This is my choice for Dead Island Syndrome. Um, terrible idea from me, but either way, it's out. <laughs> it's a, a PC remaster. It's uh, widely known as the very first World War One first-person multiplayer shooter, contrary to what DICE would have you believe. Yeah. And I think that this will sell a few more copies than you would expect because of that. So uh, this might get some coverage off of the fact that we're a couple of months out of Battlefield 1 and it outcomes Verdun. So um, I don't know. I think we'll have to get this. I think it'd be rude not to. It depends on that price point. Um, yeah, it definitely does. We will but I'm that. up for that. Cool, buddy. Yeah. Now, quickly, we need to discuss Dead Island Syndrome. I think I've I've definitely got it wrong this year because I thought, you know, the whole thing about Dead Island Syndrome is meant to be a game that's, you know, not very good, but everyone has to play it. Whereas No No Man's Sky is kind of like it's a decent game and no one wants to play it. (laughs) It was too much hype for that game, so it couldn't be it. It's true. So I still I still don't know what it's gonna be. I'm I'm gonna put it out there. I don't think it's Verdun, buddy. No, Verdun doesn't. It doesn't sit right at all because it's not. It's not like a AAA, mm. and it's a remaster, and it won't sell particularly well. And so it's not gonna be Verdun. Maybe we're not gonna have one this year. It feels like we aren't, and I think that the main reason for that is that several games were delayed into the summer drought. Exactly. I think, I think that's the that difference that's... this year is that we've had a steady stream of triple A's and normally it's just the one that you get in the summer drought. But because of those delays, it's kind of, I mean, I know how, how droughty this period is because I've been looking up many moons ago every week. So I, I know what's been coming out in years gone by and it's fuck all. It really is fuck all. But yeah, this year, I just think that the way that the delays have stretched things out, it just doesn't look likely that there'll be one. Uh, Gibbons, buddy. It's, I don't uh, know it's why it upsets me. Actually, it shouldn't. But it should be like I, I don't know. It's uh, we're gonna have to sit down and analyze it. Pretty. I think once we get into golden release time, then we'll be able to say conclusively one way or the other. Yeah, I think so. It's gonna be a while to go. Gibbons. Either way, Verdun is is the one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also out this week, World of Warcraft Legion, the latest update uh, featuring stuff. But I don't know about uh, Neuro Voider is out on the PS, uh, not PS4, PC, Mac, and Linux. Retro isometric shooter looks quite interesting. We have Shiny out on the Xbox One and PC. This is a 2D platformer. It's quite pretty looking. It actually reminded me, the art style reminded me of that Unmechanical Extended, which we got on PS Plus ages ago and I played all the way through, which is rare for a PS Plus title, especially a 2D platformer. But yes. that, that happened and I liked that game. And this looks cool too. Cool. Uh, We have Tahira on the PC, Mac, and Linux, which is a turn-based tactical combat game. Uh, The the combat kind of looks like the Banner Saga, that whole sort of isometric squares, turn-based thing. Um, If you like that sort of thing, you might like this. That's Tahira. Uh, Axiom Verge is launching on the Wii U this week. That's exciting because it's a game launching on the Wii U this week. Uh, (laughs) It's a good game, actually, as well. Uh, It's been out on the other consoles already. 
And finally, Earthlog Festival of Magic, which I've already covered. It's a turn-based RPG, uh, yeah. and that's going to be in Games for Gold. So Games I could have deleted that. And I can stop speaking now. So there we go. Until the next section, buddy. Indeed. <laughs> and now it's time for the JFG Top 5. JFG top five, top five this week, buddy. Okay, so this is a bit predictory, if that's a word which it probably isn't. And this is, is, buddy. This is gaming innovation. I was kind of thinking today about how things have changed in the last, you know, five years or so. Uh, As I said before, when I'm looking at uh, many moons ago, I kind of get to look back in increments and see what came before, and and it gives you a, a sense of perspective of where we are now. And I was kind of thinking, okay, so, you know, we're closing in on the year 2020, which sounds far more space age than it actually is, you know, four years time, three and a half years time. Yeah. How is the market going to change? I mean, if you'd asked me 10 years ago or five years ago, even, I probably would have said, you know, it'll be streaming. Everyone will be on 500 megabit internet. Like you always have a tendency to leap forward with innovation quicker than it can actually happen. And that's why we're not on, uh, floating surfboards at this point or whatever. But it's an interesting question anyway. Where's my hoverboard, yo? Exactly. Where's your hoverboard? Where's your jetpack? Either way, this is going to be a top five list, buddy of gaming innovations that you expect before 2020. It's a nice round year. It's not too far off. Things have kind of... It feels like gaming has slowed a little over the last few years with the stagnation of the 360 and the PS3, that that life cycle lasting a little too long for everyone's liking. Then the new consoles came out, the current gen ones, and they felt a little... They they felt a little underpowered at launch. They certainly feel a little underpowered now. Totally. So... Where are we going to be in 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 th- three four years time? What do you see changing? That's going to be our list. Oh, go on then. What well, the first one's VR first, because everyone's invested heavily in VR, and uh, I think Mel said last week in his post to us that he expected within sort of twelve months to eighteen months the tech was going to be affordable and. Yeah. So is VR going to take off with the amount of money that's in it, the amount of companies that are that, that are, have got, you know, huge investment there? Could VR become standard in the next three or four years? Could it be something everyone's got? I don't know if it's going to become a standard. Like I still think that it's going to be like a peripheral, like the light gun kind of thing. Because uh, it depends if it's accessible, everyone. I mean... Sony have already come out and said that, you know, you shouldn't use this if you're under the age of 12. I mean, that that takes out quite a lot of clientele in gaming because, you know, you have so many young gamers. Um, The limitations of space as well. You know, like when people are developing games for VR, 
are they going to be developing it for someone who's sitting in a chair with a controller walking around in a big empty space kind of thing you know this is it, 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 it's so vast the um What's it like the, the the demographic of people that's going to have it, you know, or and all the different types of VR? You you really need to like standardize it in some way. I mean, the only one with like um, a huge um, installation base now, I guess, is going to be the PlayStation VR. So, are people going to be like, well, this is like the most popular one, kind of like the Wii was back in the day? We'll just churn out shit for that. Yeah, and I think that's what Sony's hoping. And and as you say, like you can't be in this situation where people have to pick a console, and then you know there's a specific headset specifically yeah, exactly, assigned to that like, as well. Microsoft are kind of linking up with Oculus. It looks that like, way, doesn't it? it you does. know, like um, and HTC Vive. Uh, you know, that's just strictly PC. Um, so I, I don't know, like, who do you aim for? And, you know, there's already been confusion over, like, the Vive and the uh, Oculus Store and stuff like that, you know, with what games you can use on which things. And, like, you know, that's that's just making it harder for the consumer to choose what shit to buy. You need to make it easy. Be like, this one does this. There you go. Have and I that. think that that's where the PlayStation VR has a huge advantage. Totally. Because... Not only do is it a closed system where the devs kind of know the limitations, they know how to, you know, this is what this is. This isn't trying to be a myriad of things. It's trying to be one specific thing. And then you've got the consumer sitting there who's going, okay, well, that works for my PlayStation. Like, yeah, that's literally, simple. it's as simple as that. Yeah. And, and I that do works wonder. with the thing that's plugged in my telly. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean. I think it might be quite big. I'm starting to I'm starting to feel quietly confident about that. I mean, the PlayStation, PlayStation VR, VR is like in that like reachable price point at the moment, and it's only going to get cheaper than that unless you know it's like the Xbox One S where people are really dumb. Actually, it will be like that, and they'll be going for fucking loads on um, eBay. So we should probably pre-order a couple and um, sell them on eBay, buddy. That could be an idea. I think I think this cunts. time next year that VR headset is gonna it's gonna be below three hundred quid. And yeah, but they'll bring out a new one next year with better screens. Yeah, well, every year it's it's gonna go to that. You know, this is another thing. You know, it's gonna innovations or whatever standardizations. Um, I know that like the past year everyone's been like, yep, we're gonna get a yearly console update, especially after like the Neo was announced and be like, oh yeah, this is we're gonna be working more like mobile phones. It's like I don't think that will happen, but I don't know, maybe for peripherals and things like that. Uh, I mean like TVs are constantly getting updated with new resolutions and everything, like I mean, why can't headsets do the same? Yeah. I don't know. But then if if they are like that, they're gonna have to be a lot cheaper. Actually, no, that's bollocks because phones are well expensive and that's just dumb. Well, you need that contract in place if you're going to charge like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, subscription-based things. I mean, that was one of my things later, but we can talk about it now, I guess, if you want. Like, Yeah, num- this is very freeform. This, <laughs> this, this top five is very freeform. I'm not even sure it needs to be a list. We've got no. a selection of different things here. So, yeah. Uh, more and better subscription-based services. That's that's one that you picked. I totally agree with, and uh, ties into my second one on this list, which is 
AAA games like COD and FIFA becoming services rather than annual releases in the same way that Destiny kind of spoke about being a, a service-based platform rather than a game that launches every year. I think that that's kind of where we're heading with both the, the hardware subscriptions and software subscriptions. Do you agree with that? Yeah, uh, I think so. Totally. Uh, and they'll only get better uh, with time, I guess. Uh, hopefully, anyway. I mean, you look um, at EA Access as a perfect yeah, example. Yeah, EA Access is the, the, the perfect example because, fuck yeah, I would sign up to that right now. Uh, totally. I'd, I'd play all of those games, all the sports games, anything. It'd be brilliant. I'd love it. But obviously, it's only on Xbox. Um, one thing that I did put after that was, like, I when you said the, the AAA games coming more of like a, a service, um, I, I thought of Hitman um, as, like, a current contender or a game that's kind of doing that already. So it's like a... A yearly subscription to Hitman, in a way, you pay forty-five pounds or whatever, and you get your Hitman fix every month. I mean, you could do that with games like COD and stuff. Like, you get a new map every month. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. It almost starts looking like the WoW model, doesn't it? Which is yeah. funny. Funny if you look at it now, because it's you know, for years people have be been saying expensive. that's dying out. You know, WoW, mm. and they keep bringing the new updates out, and their subscriptions still reasonably high despite being you know a, a fraction of what they originally were but that seems to almost kind of be where we're heading uh albeit totally. cheaper than that sort of 120 quid a year or whatever but um, yeah exactly that's the thing like i think that's why like the hitman thing because like it's the price of a game but you're getting 12 months worth of content there yeah. so you like I, i'd be happily you know say that like, if every game was doing that it'd be like buying a new game every year so it, it would be the same for me in a way and i'd be happy with that but like when you start charging more like 10 pound a month then i'm like suck a dick yeah and i think if you look at what we're doing now with software where we're you know like f1 feels like we have updated it rather than bought a new one pez will feel the same yeah it, it makes sense and if we don't mind at the moment then i don't know why we'd mind if it was literally like this is a subscription this is what's happening now yeah I, totally not sure i'd have a problem with it so no no i'd be fine with that i think uh, another big thing uh that i think is worth noting is um the it's the shift from parents our parents didn't have consoles they didn't have video games but our kids will have parents who did that i.e us you know you are a techie dad your kids know you to be savvy with technology (laughs) it's true (laughs) scooter (laughs) techno dad it's it's different isn't it like your perception of things is completely different than your folks who, you know, as as you would expect from people who didn't grow up with that, weren't as comfortable with yeah, totally. with technology. And so do, do things become more mainstream when the, the, the parents of the kids who want them also want those games? They also are playing console stuff and they've grown up with it throughout their whole lives. That surely changes the landscape substantially. Kids are all about tablets, buddy. They're too good on them. They're crazy. It's like I the mean, hit it's... 80s Matthew Broderick film War Games, buddy. Uh, I know. Well, I just think that we got, like, you know, pulled off with our, like, Game Boys and stuff. This is like that. But obviously, the tablets are way better, and you can get porn on them. 
I had that Mario ago. thing. What was it? The LCD one. Oh, God. What, Donkey Kong or whatever it was? No, oh, I can't remember what they were called. They were like look and play or something like that. Sounds I'll find cool. it. Find it, buddy. I need to know. Game and Watch. Ooh, Game and Watch, buddy. Nice. When I was at primary school, there was a kid in my first my like reception class who had a, a Mario watch that had an LCD game on it. And then shortly after, they brought out those Game and Watch games, which were like a far better version of those really shit LCD games you got yeah, for Fiverr at the newsagent. Yeah. Um, but they were like proper good. And the Mario one was really cool. And that was probably my first video gaming experience. That and uh, Space Invaders. But yeah. Space Invaders. But yeah, things are changing and and savvy techie parents are, are, are becoming the norm as time rolls on. And uh, that's surely going to change everything. That's going to change. One thing that I kind of hope for like our generation, like enforcing on their kids is like abiding, not strictly by like, gaming ratings but you know closer to gaming ratings that than we did i guess like i don't know some of the games that i played when i was younger i mean like i mean think like doom like how old were we like eight yeah that came I mean, out or whatever and like you're going around blowing up like monsters and stuff like that i mean graphically at the time it's amazing but like looking back now it's terrible but I don't know, like, you give, like, an eight-year-old, like, the new Doom now? That's not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I had Mortal Kombat when I was eight. And, yeah, uh, totally, exactly, and the reason, ripping spines and shit out. The reason that happened is not because I've got shit parents, it's because they just didn't understand. Yeah, no, they, they, yeah exactly, so you can't be like, oh, they're, they're shit parents, because, you know, like they just didn't know. They, they didn't, didn't know what it was or they anything. Did, they either. couldn't legitimise a rating system in games. They thought of them as games for yeah, children. games for kids, yeah. And they thought that the the 18 certificate on the front of Mortal Kombat was just, you know, like political correctness gone mad kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. Because this is a computer game. How can it be bad? Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway, what's next on the list? I don't know what we've done. Well, who knows? The last, the last one we've got here is uh, digital trade-ins, which has been hinted at a few times. Yeah, and Microsoft been some... has hinted at that, haven't they? They did, yeah. And some I, I really liked the idea, and and I know that the industry as a whole must like the idea because the sooner they can stop people buying and selling secondhand discs in a shop, yeah, the more the more money stays in the industry rather than in high street retailers. So. Uh, I hope that that happens. I'm totally up for it. It makes it makes sense, you know. It's it's. If incentive. I could get a five pound PlayStation credit for my last year's version of Pez or F1, I'd be like, yeah, do it. I'm never gonna play that game ever again. I mean, you can even fuck us harder than that and be like, it's a five pound voucher towards next year's edition of Pez. Yeah, that'd I'd be, be cool. okay with that. Yeah, like oh, that comes back to the subscription, like yeah, you know, like keeping you invested in a franchise. Yeah, you know? totally. Makes that sense cool to me. Yeah, totally. But so, yeah, yeah. The, the only one that we haven't touched on, buddy, was my little tongue-in-cheek one. Uh, I reckon by twenty twenty, we're gonna have a usable menu and interface. You mean uh, a system that doesn't lag all over the place when you're trying to scroll through your library? Yeah, fingers crossed, eh? 
That'd be nice. Yeah. Not that we're talking about the beta access to the latest PlayStation update or anything, nor are we talking about the the previous system before it, nor are we talking about Xbox. Nothing specific, buddy. Just saying. Just saying. Something that works, please. So, yeah. Uh... If you're after a definitive list, then fuck off, because that was just a bit of a discussion. <laughs> yeah, just, there's five things in there somewhere, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I enjoyed it, though. So uh, Gibbons, there you go. the future. There's two old twats rambling about what might happen in four years. Who knows? And now it's time for Many Moons Ago. Many when are we going buddy when are we going we are going back a rather long way a similar sort of time to last week's golden eye actually a little bit earlier this is the 31st of august 1996 which saw the release on the playstation of the Die Hard trilogy, buddy. Ooh, three in one. Did you have this game? I did. I what? didn't have a PlayStation, but everyone I know who had a PlayStation <laughs> had this game. Of course, you, I mean, if you were 11 at the time, like we were, I mean, it would be sacrilege if you didn't have this game, I think. Man, this was cool. Yeah, I mean, so what was the first one? It was like the third person shooting bit going through the building, I think. Was yes, it? in the. Uh, yeah. Was it the plaza? Trump Towers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nakatomi. The Nakatomi, Nakatomi Plaza. There you go, that's the one. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember, I don't know if it was because of the PlayStation 1, but. Or, like the draw distance or whatever it was, it was just all blacked out and did, didn't yeah. really see very far. I was like, yeah, that's cool. It was like the fog uh, of the, war in a real time yeah, strategy game, totally. except the gate that it was just it couldn't handle the girls. Uh, but it worked for some reason. Um, enjoyable. Uh, the the next one was like a light gun game or what? What they called like on rail shooter? Is it it a was rail? a rail shooter set in the go. airport from Die Hard Two in the snow and everything. Yes. And once again, so much fun. I mean, it was uh, around the time where Time Crisis was like massively popular. Yeah. Uh, So it was like having Time Crisis on your telly, but with Bruce Willis saying whatever he said. What was it like? Sorry, man, or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, there was a lot of very, very low bit rate audio in these Uh, games. As is tradition. And then obviously the, the third third section which was the driving which was yes. loads of fun driving about New York in a yellow cab trying to stop the bombs going off Gibbon so all in all three games in one buddy you cannot go wrong with yeah, the Die it was Hard a lovely trilogy. thing it was lovely to get your parents to get that for you saying oh, it was definitely. basically the fun of three games you know in one yeah definitely one. This was innovative and also just odd, like just a strange concept, <laughs> you know? I'm yeah, not sure anything's totally. done this since, has it? Had like three different types of game in a package, like in a trilogy, in one thing. It was, not like it was f- large enough games. I mean, there's been like mini game games kind of thing, but no, not like this. I mean, like looking back at it, I'm confused as to why yeah. I wasn't more 
baffled by it at the time. Because <laughs> it was John McClane, buddy. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> what more do you need? What was your favourite of the three? <laughs> I want to say the rail Yeah. I, I, I want to say, like, the, the rail shooter because, like, I don't know, like, I didn't have many games like that back in the day. And, you know, I love peripheral light guns. So it was kind of like that in a way. Just uh, like, uh, those type of games are really cool. I still want that blue estate, by the way. <laughs> For fuck's sake. No, I, to be honest, I think I agree with you. Like the rail shooter was the one with the big novelty factor. I think I, I was unimpressed by the, uh, sort of top down platforming of the first game. And, uh, the third one was fun, but it was, I remember it being quite hard to get to those bombs quickly. It didn't go yes. particularly well. No, I know what you're saying there. It was just, it was a bold package. It's the second week in a row we've got a movie tie-in game that wasn't Toilet as well. That's worth noting. the golden age of movie tie-ins back then, buddy. Evidently, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it it reviewed reasonably well at the time, and uh, I remember it being bundled with consoles early doors as well. I, I certainly remember seeing it on the high street, I suppose, you know, Die Hard's a big franchise, so it's another excellent way of selling systems. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it, it was one disc though, wasn't it? It, it was it all on one disc. Yeah, I believe so. From what I remember, anyway. You, you'd have kind of expected three CD-ROMs there, wouldn't you, for the the different games? I suppose that's why the audio was so lo-fi. Definitely. You know what I found troubling slash odd was um at the end of like when you completed a level and it did like the percentage countdown there was just civilians blowing up just yeah. catching on fire as it went down and they're going like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and i'm like this is messed up this is messed up at the time obviously it was fine but looking back terrifying stuff yeah, I mean, there. Were, I'm pretty sure there was a sequel to this, although I never played it, and I think we were into new console kind of times at that point. I also think this came out on the Saturn, which is quite funny. Uh, but yeah, I forgot about that console. My bad. Well, that happened. You know, yeah, uh, I can tell you, looking at Wikipedia, that uh, back in 1996, Gamespot gave this game a 9.4 out of 10 well there you go mate what more do you say that's all you need yep there you go it's uh it was also banned in germany because of its extreme violence especially being able to drive through harmless people with blood (laughs) spilling all over the windshield (laughs) perfect for an 11 year old yes yes uh yeah i don't know it's just crazy the that Censorship just didn't exist when I was little. Just didn't give a fuck. My parents well, were like, cares, mate. "Just a game, you know." Anyway, yeah, yeah. Die Hard trilogy, mate. Well, good call, I must say, and thanks for reminding me of that game. <laughs> no worries, buddy. Uh, just a very quick note to say that we could have spoken about the NES this week, which uh, launched on the first of September, nineteen eighty-six. So that's uh, kind of got an anniversary as well. We've spoken a lot about Nintendo consoles in the past, and I think Die Hard deserved an airing, but Definitely. still worth marking the uh, the launch of the NES console. So, Gibbons, buddy. Very cool. 
And now it's time for the JFG quiz. So, buddy, JJ is in the chat. Have you got his music sound audio quiz? I feared a DDoS attack from JJ last week as he started systematically spamming our chat. And uh, thankfully, it didn't happen. And thankfully, JJ, I do. I do have an audio quiz. Not only do I have an audio quiz, buddy, it's a bumper audio quiz. It's a 10-question audio quiz rather than a five. (sighs) Cheers, buddy. More questions for me. Okay, you, you are Good. welcome, sir. You bastard. So yes, if you pop into Google Drive, you will find uh, ten files for your listening pleasure, buddy. And uh, hopefully, you'll be able to get them playing in the old uh, stream as well. That'd be quite nice. Possibly, we shall see. I will try my hardest. I'm gonna have to listen to it on my phone. But yeah, let's go. So I guess if you just say number one. Yeah, I will. I'm just, uh, I'm just bringing up my cheat sheet of what they all are. Nice. There we go. I've got it. I've got it. And I also want to bring up my little finder window so I can listen to and enjoy it along with you. Okay. So here we go. Uh, are you ready? Maybe. We'll see how this works. It'll be fine. Question one. get a multiple choice on this or do i just you do get a multiple choice buddy i'll deliver that to you now go on then is the music you are listening to from donkey kong country tropical freeze Mm. b the curse of monkey island or Mm. c mist i'm going for b monkey island it sounds that style it's gone for B, The Curse of Monkey Island. And that is correct. Ah, oh, thank fuck. I like, as soon as I heard it, as it, as it came through, I was like, yeah, that, that feels like it. Nicely done, buddy. Nicely done. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. Number two. So is this the music from A, The Sims, B, Sid Meier's Sim Golf, or C, Sim City 3000? I'm going to go with C, Sim City 3000. It's gone for C, Sim City 3000. That is correct, buddy. It's two for two. He's two for two. It's going well. Ready for the next one? Question three.
I've got this one. Is this A, Oblivion, B, Daggerfall, or C, Mass Effect 2? It's a tough one. I could go, gotta go for A. It's gone for Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Classic. Yeah. That is correct, sir. Thank fuck, because if I got that wrong, that would have been retarded. <laughs> I've tried to pick games that I know you've played. Yeah. Uh, some of them won't be quite so easy as these openers, though. That's cool. I need to get some points in quick. Question four. Is this the music from A. Alan Wake B. Max Payne or C. Quantum Break I don't have a clue. Um, I'm going to say Max Payne. You're going B. Max Payne? Yeah. It's correct, buddy. It I, is I was Max like, Payne. I haven't played over, um, um, what is it, Quantum Break, and I've played a, quite a lot of Alan Wake. And I, I didn't play a lot of Max Payne back in the day, so I was like, I think it's that. Ooh. Nicely done, buddy. You're four for four in this bumper quiz. Question five. Oh, good. Are you listening to A. Mario 64? Oh, God. B. Mario Kart 64? Or C. Mario Kart Double Dash? Mario Kart 64. It's gone B straight in there. He fucking knows it. And he's spot on. Ah, oh dear. Good one, buddy. Nicely done. Good tune. Question six. Listening to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty 2, or Battlefield 1943? Gonna go for C. Battlefield Straight in there again. Yeah. He's correct. <laughs> six for heard. six. Mate, unheard of this. This is amazing. If it Seriously. wasn't fucking ten questions, I'd be all ab- all over this. Okay. Question eight. No, we're on seven. Seven, yeah. Question seven. It's too many. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
feel like I'm going to get this wrong. then is this a sonic the hedgehog b zool or c cool spot i'd go for sonic you're going a sonic the hedgehog yeah why not it is sonic the hedgehog <sighs> thank fuck i was like I know the song, and I was like thinking of the other games. I was like, I've played them, but I, I don't think I'd played them that much that the song would stick in my head. <laughs> I was very worried. It's the Starlight Zone from the original Sonic the Hedgehog on yeah. the Mega Drive. It's one of my favourite Sonic songs, but it's, it's a little obscure one. unless you were. Uh, I wasn't sure if you'd played it or not, but yeah. Unless you know the theme tune, buddy. Sing the theme tune. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Question eight. Journey B Transistor or C Fez Thank fuck you said C It's Fez Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like it's Fez it's, it's gotta be Fez And then you were like A, B and I'm like I could be fucked here <laughs> You're A for 8 buddy You're looking real good for a clean oh, sweep Jesus Oh, my heart is pounding. This is fucking intense right now. <laughs> I don't know that I made these hard enough, but I'm enjoying the music all the same. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Question nine. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tune. really interested in seeing how the listeners get on with this lot. I think I know what it is. Okay, is it A, Settlers 3? Is it B, Kingdom for Keflings? Or is it C, Populous the Beginning? Gotta be B, buddy. It is B. It is a Kingdom for Keflings. You're looking at a 10 out of 10 here, buddy. Fuck. Oh, I didn't think it was going to get better than the Stockholm quiz, but Jesus, this is it, mate. <laughs> He's having a lovely day. Oh, no, the fucking the nerves are kicking in. Oh. I think this is the hardest one. Great, thanks. But I thought, the other, I thought some of the other ones were tough and you just aced it, so what do I know? Question <laughs> 10.
a fucking scoop, mate. This is, is that yes. A. Trick style. B. Blue shift. Or C. Jet set radio. I mean, I'm going towards jet set radio because that was a bit mental. Oh, I don't like it. Go on then. I go with C. You're going Jet Set Radio. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. Ah, I got ten for ten. Oh, I so fucking done it. I so fast. Nicely done, buddy. That's impressive. Unheard of. Uh, that's good stuff. I mean, there was there were some Fucking simple hell. ones in there, but there were some tricky ones, and you just aced them anyway. I I, I had no idea on that last one. I listened like as soon as it came out, I was like, no, no idea. You went just, with common sense, and it paid well, off. Well, yeah, I kind of like narrowed it down. Like I I thought oh, it could have been the first one. What was it, trick style or whatever? Yeah, kind of that kind of thing. But oh, feels good. To be alive right now, buddy. It's beautiful work, buddy. And there you uh, go. The some cracking ever. tunes in there as well. <laughs> Definitely, buddy. Really enjoyed it. It was cool. There was uh, and there was like so many different styles as well. It was beautiful. Like, you know, I just picked a load of music that I liked, basically. Definitely. Buddy. <laughs> I was like combing through YouTube playlists looking for stuff that I liked. <laughs> no, it was cracking. Loved all of them. It was well good. Some well classics. played, buddy. 10 out of 10. Gold star. I'm done. Does that mean I can retire from the quiz now? (laughs) It does not. Damn it. (laughs) And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. Has he he got some questions, buddy? Here comes the funk, buddy. Feeling a lot better this week by the seams of things. Funk says, I've nearly finished The Witcher. What a fucking game. I might pick up the DLC. What other games have DLC that actually adds something or gives it a new element, not just fucking maps, etc.? Also, at what point does DLC just become something that should have been in the game anyway and just money-grabbing? Who does it well and who sucks? So firstly, I've got to say, buddy, that Blood and Wine DLC is apparently amazing. Like... Yeah, and it's it's got like twenty five hours of content there as well. It's like a sequel to the game that you're loving. So I highly recommend Blood and Wine based on all of the feedback and reviews that I've heard about it. Although I haven't played it myself, um, there's a lot of people talking about it in the same breath as as you know. I mean, The Witch was a critically acclaimed game anyway, but the way that The Taken King changed things on Destiny. A lot of people are talking about Blood and Wine in that sort of vein, in that it adds that much to The Witcher 3. That would be my first point of call with DLC changing a game, would, would be The Taken King. 
It's been the best DLC I've ever seen. The most expansive and probably one of the most expensive as well. It was, and this is in a week where, you know, I, I think the the Battlefield 1 season pass was announced this week and it's £40. Pounds, um, for the season pass. For the season pass, yeah. Um, Great. So we're getting to that stage with games as a service whilst the games are still 50 fucking quid to buy as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of massive DLC packs... Certainly, CD Projekt Red have been flying the flag for value. I mean, the amount of free stuff they gave away in the process as well. Yeah, totally. has it, it earned a lot of good good grace with their their public. And then you know, when Blood and Wine comes out, and it's you know, I mean, it's not even that expensive, but it's so much content. And um, I think, yeah, I mean, this whole this whole thing of DLC versus you know stuff that should have been in the game in the first place i think is prevalent with maps i think multiplayer deathmatch games it's more prevalent where whereas with story-based stuff i mean there's talk of uncharted you know there's supposed to be uncharted solo dlc coming out before well, yeah the look at the was year. it left behind is it yeah last, that, left behind that was, we need to play that that's going to be streamed yeah, I was talking to friend of the podcast Dan about that, and he he loved that. He thought it was, you know, not, it didn't do anything spectacular, but in terms of the story elements from The Last of Us, it, it yeah, yeah. padded things out in a way that he found really engaging. So, yeah, I don't know. As you say, like I think it's still quite rare for DLC to add that much to the game. Like uh, traditionally, you haven't I've, mentioned the the biggest one really. Yeah, Taken King. No, 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 no. The other one, um, Bethesda. I mean, with like the Shivering Isles for like Oblivion, um, the all the DLC. Well, the three DLC packs for Skyrim as well. Uh, they they were pretty impressive. Like uh, the house building and stuff like that was pretty cool. And then all uh, the other missions and stuff. Um, and then obviously Fallout Four. Uh, not that you know we're playing that game or like recommend that game but like the dlc in that has apparently been quite decent and the new one nuke town or whatever it is is out this week next as week, you say like expansive week. very expensive. yeah exactly they're like but there's a know how to do story-based games and expand on that so yeah i, I just thought i'd chuck that in there as well as another you know uh team that make decent dlc yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In a way. Yeah, I mean, as, as as I was saying, like I I traditionally I don't buy DLCs, um, and normally when I finished with a game, I mean, this happened with Bioshock, which I I loved, but the Bioshock Infinite DLC, um, I didn't even touch any of that, and some of it was more critically acclaimed than the game itself, but. Normally, I feel like they've already told me what they felt necessary to tell me, especially with story-based stuff. And I, I'm done, you know? I feel like I've I've had my fill. I've, I've seen everything that they wanted me to see originally. And I'm not the sort of person who listens to commentary tracks on movie DVDs and stuff. No, and not that lot, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the blood and wine thing on The Witcher, as far as I understand it, is like a whole new, a whole new world. So... That makes sense to me, and hopefully DLC will head in that direction as it gets more expensive, which is certainly yeah. happening. But yeah, in terms of ones that suck, uh, I, I don't think you can single anyone out. I just think it's the map-based stuff where you kind of feel like 
Perhaps games are lacking maps at launch. I know Battlefront that had it leveled at that, that there just wasn't enough content there at the start. But I would say the same about Overwatch. I don't think there's enough content. No, in yeah. That. But their DLC is free, really. For Which while, is true. Yeah. Very for true. <laughs> um, I, I find DLC tedious to find if I don't know about it from like some sort of news or something or other where it's been you know publicized like that shit is just going unnoticed and the uh, I feel like the DLC store uh, especially well I'm just talking about the PlayStation but it's probably on all stores um, is just wank and also there's never any sales on DLC which I think there should be yeah, um, and I'm guilty of not publicizing DLC as well. I see a story about DLC on gaming websites, and I tend not to add it to the news. I don't deem it important enough. So, well, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, is because it's yeah. I don't. I don't think they are most of the time. But I, going back to Hitman, the way that that's done in its seasonal thing, you know, everyone's getting excited every time a new bit of Hitman comes out. Yeah, it's, and I it's think- an odd thing. That serves the consumer brilliantly, and all the time that companies like Project Red and IO are producing solid DLC that's that's of value, yeah. Then that drives the the AAAs who might sort of phone it in forward, so they can't get away with it, and uh, improves it for everyone. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, in answer to your question, if you're looking for the best the best DLC, then Destiny, as I understand it, is The Witcher. You're already playing it. And uh, the the blood and wine reviews look obscene. <laughs> Definitely, but I think we need to pick that up on the PS4 at some point. Maybe. I reckon Christmas time when there's not much coming out. Sounds like a plan. Cool. Thanks very much, Funk. Cheers, buddy. Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we want to know. Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall. So hit us up and be on the show. The JFG Street Beat. Street Beat. Wanna know? <laughs> <laughs> Some of your best work there, buddy. Yeah, just hit us up and get on the show, buddy. Givens, given. <laughs> uh, first this week from our glorious benefactor JJ. Uh, thank you again for your donation. Very kind, very Givens. kind indeed. Um, this is going to be singing our praises and. Uh, I take great delight in reading this, frankly. It's fantastic. When I read it, I was uh, slightly aroused. I was beaming. I was beaming and (laughs) Ash was nursing a semi. That's what was going on. So, JJ says, I work 12 plus hours a day. I listen to 30-something gaming podcasts, some comedy podcasts, and Audible every week. Seriously, the JFG is the only one I look forward to, and that's even before I get all got all chatty Cathy with you guys. Just wish the time zones didn't suck and I could help more. I think you're helping enough, JJ. Seriously. Even my brother, Lur, thinks you deserve a wide audience, and he's a MOBA cunt. 
Mm, yeah, can happen. That I'm going to give an example, so pardon the long-winded BS. You guys actually know and mention games that other podcasts with insider knowledge scoff away and act or don't know what game. I'm as passionate as you about games and it pisses me off that they don't know or care. It's their job and two guys who have jobs of their own find time to know more about games. Anyway, I'm drunk again. Have a good one, Feathers. JJ. Woo. Lovely email. Thank you so much for that. That was beautiful, buddy. I really enjoyed that. Beautiful stuff. He's yeah, also you know. got a, a cheeky question for us as well, which hopefully we can help him out with. Uh, JJ says, uh, you've mentioned changing your region on PS4 to download a demo. I was wondering if you could buy a game, say, on an EU PSN sale in America for you. Will it work right as rain? I think Inside came out this week, and if I was mental and needed it now... <laughs> or, <laughs> or what about multiplayer? Would that work right in a multiplayer game? Thanks, JJ. Um, yes, it yes. would. Everything works fine, works and you fine. don't need to play the game. Obviously, if you if you create an EU account from the states, yeah, that's the thing. You don't change the. Um, I want to say nationality. What did he say? The region. Uh, region. Uh, yeah, there's no. You need don't change the region of your PS4. You just add a new account that is from like the UK. So on. Our PS4s, I've got obviously my one, which is UK based, so that's Europe covered. I've got a Japanese one, which covers any crazy Jap stuff that I want to get. And I've got an American one. Um, but I believe if I got a Canadian one, because the Canadian dollar is cheaper, I would have saved more money getting a Canadian one. But anyway, I got uh, one from the States and I've bought uh, a few Lego games because they normally go in the sale for like $10. And obviously translated that's like what like six, seven quid, something like that over yeah, here. Yeah, about six eighty at the moment, I think, something like that. And obviously uh in our sales, those Lego games like only go down to like twenty five, twenty pounds. So, you know, that's massive savings on my account. The only thing that you need to do, uh specifically, is you have to buy that currency. So uh when I buy something from the American store, I go on amazon.com the american version and buy ten dollars of ps a ten dollar psn card and then put that onto my account you can't use like credit cards or debit cards or whatever from your region to use on other regions like that and you can do that on cd keys as well can't you certainly for uk stuff if you if you go on if you go on to cd keys uh, you can buy uk credit for example, and yep. that will work on the EU store. So yeah, you can make yourself an account and you can put Buckingham Palace as your fucking address, whatever you yeah. want to do. I think um, I've got McDonald's. Yep, somewhere. that'll do, yeah. I always put Wrigley Field when I... Because uh, <laughs> 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 it's from the Blues Brothers. Givens, buddy. Uh, but yes, so once you buy that on your foreign account, provided that account is... Uh, you, you've got your console as the primary device That's for the that main account. Thing. You have it as your primary. Yeah. Then you can log into your normal US account, JJ, and you can play your European purchases as your normal account, your normal American account. Because yep. although the software is siphoned off into specific stores, everything is basically region free, and that goes for multiplayer gaming as well. Uh, everything has yeah, to be compatible, or there'd be uproar. Yeah. So yes. 
So yeah, the answer the answer is yes. Uh, make make accounts for all over the world. It's quite fun actually to have uh, like a Japanese account because you can go onto their store and there might be some different demos that you can try out and stuff. But yeah, the crux of the matter is get your your region specific credit on CD keys or Amazon or wherever you want to get it. That's yeah. the only real ball ache, and it's not that much of a ball ache anyway. So totally worth doing. Absolutely, I recommend it. Because, Looking forward um, to playing that Pez demo a day early, buddy. That's going to be yeah, good. Gibbons, buddy. That's what it's there for. Well, I think it was last time the Pez demo was like a week early on the the Japanese one, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was at least week. a week. Yeah, yeah. Old Winning Eleven. It's a strange name for it. Mm, true. <laughs> so thanks again, JJ. So I'm going to finish off this week, buddy. I. Uh... I reached out to uh, some Facebook friends. I'm um, part of a, a cheeky, reviewy sort of gaming community on Facebook, and uh, I, I asked them if it would be okay to uh, kind of quiz them for feedback sporadically, and uh, nice. that's what I've done this like week. It. I had a burning question. I'm going to ask you the question first, buddy, and then I'm going to read out some of the answers that I got back on Facebook, okay? Okay. Uh, so the question is... If you could have any announced but unreleased game right this very minute, which would it be and why? That's a toughie, buddy. I mean, I'd like to think of like one miles in the future because then I could like give an early review about it and make loads of money. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would be... A- Provided yeah. it's announced, you can have it. I mean... Technically, it's not being announced, but it says that it's like a long way away. Is like the next Elder Scrolls. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we, we. I mean, I suppose it, you know that that's coming. And there, there's been rumors about it saying, and they said something I can't remember. Like they were saying, like we won't announce anything until it's like out. So you know it's being worked on, and technically that is kind of announcing it, but just you don't know when. So probably that. I suppose GTA kind of, you could go in the same ballpark there, GTA 6. Uh, have they said anything about GTA 6 though? Has it even been inkled? No. Oh, the new Red Dead. There's been loads of shit about that. Yeah, I'll have that. You'll have Red Dead. I think it's all but, all but confirmed that that's happening. Yeah, I'm having it. Give Red it. Dead 2. That's Hand a good choice, buddy. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't think I need to ask you why you'd want that. <laughs> Because it'd be fucking ace. And then I could tell everyone and make a video about it. Be like, yeah, it's Red Dead 2. That seems reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I, I want it because I want to play the balls off of that game, buddy. I mean, that, surely that's the only reason you want it. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what other I mean, if you're, if you're ultra super pumped about something, then the idea of just getting it right now. I mean, I, I've been reading stories this week, uh, heavy rumours about the fact that work has begun on The Last of Us 2. Um, yeah. And although I don't really want that to happen, certainly not with Joel and Ellie, Yeah. Um, whether it be a prequel or a sequel, um, I would love to play that right this fucking minute. If I could go forward in time and play it right now, I'd love to. Still so. need to finish the first one here, buddy. You do, we'll yeah, down. you do. Uh, I'll do that with you, buddy. We will do that. We'll do that. Maybe next Monday on the stream. That know, sounds good. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. 
Uh, either way, I got some responses as well. Uh, so uh, this is from Tom, but it's not previous Tom, so I've called him another Tom. I could have used his surname, but that's not how I roll. Are you happy with that? Oh, Gibbons, buddy. Excellent news. Spot on. So another Tom says, uh, Silent Hills. Uh, I've never been so crushed by a cancelled game before. The imitators can only ever be imitators of the great thing it could have been. Removing PT from existence was the extra kick to the nads while I was down too. I can totally understand that. Yeah, I get um, that. Makes sense. You know, that was looking very, very exciting. Uh, and as he, he mentioned to the imitators, rumours that that project has started up again. Um, but it it wouldn't be the same and it'd be low budget. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got one from Justin who said Half-Life 3 and then was just trolling. Uh, but he said... <laughs> Uh, he said he's going to have to say Divinity Original Sin 2. He loved the first one. Uh, he'd be definitely ready to sign the divorce papers. My wife is sure to hand me after the sequel comes out. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> uh, and then one from Carl who says Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, I'm hoping it brings back some of the exploration aspects of Mass Effect 1. I know a lot of people were kind of annoyed by how linear that sort of became. Uh, throughout yeah, the trilogy, like so. especially by three, um, I I, I kind of lost interest in three quite quickly, to be honest. Uh, whereas one and two, I played a fuckload of, <laughs> <laughs> which will happen. Can happen, buddy. Gibbons B. So yeah, there we go. I'm going to start asking for feedback on us at a weekly basis. So watch out for that, and you can contribute as well. And then I will read you out. In my slightly pikey southeastern voice. Nice, I like it. I gotta love any that. other way. <laughs> so I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode seventy-four of the JFG podcast. Uh, I don't know about you, but my clothes no longer feel like clothes; they kind of feel like just part of my skin. To be honest, yeah, uh, I I feel like I'm attached to them and they're never coming off now I mean the problem really is I, I think I've been sweating so profusely that I've been unable to even get drunk this evening it's just I know this is very upsetting pouring I'm out of me more. quicker than I can I can inhale it definitely I'm just not happy right now I mean <laughs> obviously I am because I've been sitting here for about two and a half hours and I can finally stand up can't well, wait. that'll be lovely, and I'm looking forward to opening a window. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> windows are good. So let's go and do that. Uh, buddy. I just want to say, hopefully, with our new audio setups, like the sound isn't too bad. But I'm looking at mine, and it's, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. That's all. <laughs> it should be fine, though. It's going to be a dramatic shift in quality towards my end, which is hopefully, kind of yeah, odd. We shall see, buddy. We It'll shall see. Uh, okay, well, with that in mind, thanks so much for listening, and uh, thanks so much for contributing as well. We've had lots of contributors this week. I'd like to thank each and every one of you. Um, you can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk. We're on Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast. We're on Twitter 
you can find us there. Uh, our handle is the JFG Podcast. We're also on SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud forward slash Just for Gamers. You can find us on YouTube by searching for the JFG Podcast or PlayStation by searching for our community, the JFG Podcast community. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We're on everything you can possibly think of, and we are also on Google Plus. If that is how you choose to live your life, don't forget Sunday night. Community game night, Monday night, JFG podcast stream, Wednesday night, live podcast stream, and obviously Sunday is your day of awesomeness because that's when the JFG podcast comes out, buddies. We're filling up the week, buddies. It's it's almost like we don't work full time, which we both do. So there we go. (laughs) It's so true. Anyway, thanks so much. Have a cracking week. We'll catch you next time. I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG Podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Yeah.